Welcome back to Held and Healed. This podcast is a resource filled with resources to help you on your healing journey, especially for women who are rebuilding their lives after abuse. Today, I'm going to take some time and share with you about an upcoming opportunity to help you heal and focus on nervous system regulation. And I am really, really excited to offer you the 2023 Held and Healed online retreat. So our theme this year is rest, regulate, and reset. Who doesn't need to rest, regulate, and reset? I do, I do. So when we initially made the decision to move this event um, from an in-person to an online, I was very disappointed. I love connecting face-to-face. I love being with my my people. Um, I love hugs. I love good food and sharing that together. I love the beauty of the setting where we have held the retreat the last couple years. But this year, it just was not in the cards. And when I started thinking about all the challenges that were going on, some things I can share publicly, some things I cannot. And then when Sarah was in the accident, and I have been really, really battling health issues myself, it just made sense to turn this into a virtual event. And so Sarah McDougall is our guest speaker this year, and I am excited to learn from her when she shares. There's so much that comes out. You want to just like write down everything. But the beauty of this is, is that the sessions will be recorded. So you do not have to scurry. You do not have to panic. You do not have to catch every word that is shared. You don't have to write down every resource because you will have videos that you can go back and watch the playback over and over. So just take a deep breath right there and relax because you don't have to catch it all the first time. It will be an incredible opportunity to just grab a nugget here, grab a nugget there, a truth bomb here, a truth bomb there. And then you will have the video content that you can watch over and over again for the long haul. I don't like to say lifetime access because we never know with technology if things are going to be available for life, right? But I do like to say long-term access. But here is the cool part. I am creating a private, intimate Facebook group just for registered members of the retreat. So we will spend the next four months learning together about nervous system regulation. I will be sharing weekly tips of things that you can do to help yourself rest, regulate, and reset. There will be an entire build-up to the retreat, and then there will be an absolute information dump during the retreat. Then afterwards, I will have another Zoom where I just kind of connect with you and we process what we learned at the retreat, how we're applying the information. So it's going to be basically a four to five month experience. It's not just going to be a one weekend and we're done. Something beautiful that we're going to do ahead of time to help us to rest is we're going to create the video content ahead of time so that during the actual live event, we can play those videos back to you while we're interacting in the chat room. So I'm really excited that the mental load for Sarah and I will be um, dispersed over a couple of weeks and we'll have the mental load of doing the, the sessions out of the way. So by the time the retreat comes, we can just be there relaxing, interacting, answering questions, and just engaging with you while the videos are playing. So that was just part of us honoring our own limitations. So I just this week decided to add a really fun feature 
And so on Friday night, as we kick off, I'm inviting all the ladies to purchase and treat yourself to a new pair of comfy pajamas. And it will be September here in Virginia. It'll start be starting to cool down. So I'm probably going to go to my trusty Costco and invest in a new pair. I love the fleece ones that they carry. I have two pairs right now that I've been rotating for two years. And basically from September until May, I wear these pajamas, I rotate them. So they're getting kind of threadbare. So I'm excited about treating myself to a $12, $15 pair of pajamas (laughs) and showing up with a comfortable PJs, a blanket, a pillow, maybe even in my bed when I'm listening to and playing this back, a warm beverage. Um, We're going to laugh that night. We're going to we're going to just talk about the gift of laughter and how laughter helps us with our nervous systems. And I've even shared already inside the group, like some of my favorite, um, quote unquote, clean comedy acts that are out there on Instagram. So this is going to be a whole experience, y'all. It's not just going to be a weekend. It's not just going to be like, oh, I don't feel like watching videos. We're so sick of Zooming. There's going to be a lot of interacting, getting to know each other. If you do live nearby any of the women who are registered, or if you just want to grab a bestie and bring her with, you can still have a retreat experience, okay? You can still get together, get an Airbnb, um, kick all the kids to one house and go to that quiet house for the weekend, um, create an experience for yourself. It won't be the same as us all coming together, but it will still be a variation of a retreat. We do just ask that every person who is going to participate purchases the registration and then the ticket because you want to be involved in the group ahead of time. You want to be able to have the link to share, uh, to, to use, to check, to, I'm sorry, I'm struggling with my words today. You want to have the link to be able to come into the actual event the weekend of, and then there will be a Zoom where we follow up afterwards. And you you need to have the registration to be able to participate. So we ask, please, 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 please do not just go to somebody's house and participate if you haven't registered. Please honor that because your support of this event helps with the sustainability of the Held and Healed group and all that I pour into that this podcast and beyond. So just think of investing in yourself and others when you purchase that registration. Okay. So I'm going to go to the actual link, go to, um, heatherelizabeth.org, click on retreat. And all of this is there. I'm just going to read through some of the info here and, um, invite you. We are going to cap this. We are not going to leave this open to an infinite number of people. So, um, our first cap is coming up pretty quickly. So we have about 20 spots and then I'm going to reevaluate if I want it to go a little bit bigger. So do not delay. If you're thinking of doing this, do it. It says, ladies, you're welcome to join us for the third annual Held and Healed. This is online retreat. This year, due to some big life and health challenges that Heather and Sarah are facing, we have decided to offer a virtual event. So Sarah McDougall, if you are not aware, she is our guest speaker. And um, she was in a, a very serious accident a couple months ago and is recovering. And then I also am having a lot of health challenges. So it just made sense this year. Our hope is that this option will make it possible for more, more ladies to join. Held and Heal began as a Facebook community on September 12th of 2020. This group has grown to over uh, 3,400 ladies. And we are healing, learning, loving, and growing together. 
This will be our third annual retreat and they anticipate the beauty and blessings that will come. So it's hosted by myself, by me. I'm an advocate, speaker, writer, and coach. I facilitate the Held and Healed Christian Women Rebuilding After Abuse, um, a Facebook group. I'm a survivor of childhood abuse, domestic violence, and spiritual abuse, and I have a passion for helping others rebuild their lives. Our featured speaker for 2023 is Sarah McDougall of Wilderness to Wild. She is a prolific advocate, speaker, coach, and author. She's also a survivor of domestic violence and spiritual abuse, so she understands the plight of other women who are rebuilding their lives. She facilitates multiple groups online and offers a host of resources on her website. During our weekend, we're going to focus on healing after abuse and trauma. We will share about nervous system regulation as this is a missing link for so many women. We will give you tools to help you on your healing journey. Survivors and advocates are welcome. Basically women, all women are welcome because honestly, who doesn't need help with regulating their nervous system in this world that we live in? The cost is $85. Registration is non-refundable, but is transferable as a scholarship. Space is limited. First come, first serve. So I am creating an exclusive Facebook private group for retreat guests so that we can begin mingling before the event. I hope and pray that you will connect with other survivors in meaningful ways before, during, and after the event. That is my heart, you all. That is my my desire. When I do events like this, it's not just a one and done I'm hoping that you find one or two other ladies that you really connect with, that something in their experience, something in their commenting, or when we do Q&A, you're going to be like, oh, I get that. I get what she's talking about. And then you can go on to search her out on Facebook, maybe send her a friend request. If both parties are you know, comfortable with that, then who knows? I have some of my best, best, best friends in the entire world are people that I met in online community. The retreat will kick off on Friday evening from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern with a girls' night in pajama party. So come in comfy clothes, bring a warm drink to sip, uh, sip on, and be ready for some girl talk and lots of laughs. We'll have three sessions on Saturday, and we encourage you to make this a retreat or a getaway of some sort and plan some pampering, calming activities for yourself on Saturday morning and evening. Registration includes four sessions, long-term access to the video content, resource lists, um, access to the the private Facebook group, a follow-up with Zoom um, with Heather, and a special surprise bonus for retreat participants. You'll be able to live chat with Sarah and Heather during each session and participate in a Q&A. And you'll be able to go back and watch those videos. So go to heatherelizabeth.org, click on the retreat tab, get registered, do not delay. If you happen to be listening to this after the event has happened, this is September 8th through 9th, by the way, if I didn't mention that, there will be video content available. So I don't know exactly how I'm going to label that. I may just label it rest, um, regulate, reset videos. So just go to my website and look for the video content because I will be making that available long-term as well after the event. But retreat participants get that as part of their um, registration. So please um, do not delay. Um, This is going to be amazing. If you cannot afford the, um, the registration, please reach out to someone and ask them to sponsor you. It is a very, very reasonable amount of money. 
And if you just even ask them for $15 above and beyond and just an even $100 and say, hey, would you be willing to invest in me in my healing journey and help me out with babysitting the kiddos for a couple hours on this particular weekend and register for the retreat with that money and then take the extra 15 bucks and go buy yourself some some fun snacks or something. It is okay to ask people to invest in your healing. It is okay. And I know that most of you who are in that place of need, that when your time comes and you have more, you're going to want to help others. So just you know, assure them that when the time comes, you will pay it forward. But this is just a season of life where you need someone to invest in you. In the past, I have coordinated scholarships, but this year, because of my work with the nonprofit and my focus on fundraising for that, I, I really cannot take on one more thing. So I am learning to honor my limits. And one of my limits this year is that I just, I cannot coordinate scholarships this year, but you can, you can. And if you have the means to, um, if you have the means to scholarship and sponsor someone, um, just reach out, reach out to a friend and say, Hey, listen, there's this event coming up and I would love to sponsor you and let's do this together. And then you can, all you need is their email and their name. And that's all you have to do. And you can go in and register for them, use your credit card and get them registered. So shifting gears a little bit, I want to focus for the remainder of our time together today about the reality, the very, very harsh reality of chronic illness that is so very often linked with abuse and trauma. And so I'm going to read a post that I wrote two days ago and I put on Facebook. It got a lot of traction because it resonates with a lot of people. And I'm just going to begin talking about this. This is not a, this is not an all-inclusive post or podcast about this topic because this can be broken down into many things. As a matter of fact, I may in time create an ebook on this topic because it's really, really important. So what it means to be the person who has the chronic illness and walking through that, and then what it means to walk beside and help other people who are in that position. And just really learning to offer practical help in the ways that we're able to people who are suffering. So I'm just going to read this post and then we'll, we'll go from there. I invite you to walk a mile in the shoes of someone with chronic illness. While I'm sharing from my own experiences, I am also in daily contact with thousands of others who are living in a similar place. I speak for myself and I speak for them. I've been fighting for my physical health for eight and a half years and for my mental health for most of my life. And let me just interject there that abuse and trauma affect your physical health. I didn't know that. I did not know that for most of my life. So I guess the truer statement is I've been fighting for my health most of my life, but I just didn't know it, okay? So the journey with my physical health and coming to a screeching halt began eight and a half years ago. And that's when I started understanding the link between abuse, trauma, chronic illness. Most mornings when I wake up, my body hurts from head to toe. And let me just take a moment here to explain what that means. So I was on a Marco Polo this morning with a friend and I was just trying to explain to her in those first moments where I'm coming around and I'm, I'm conscious of my body waking up, the way that I can explain it is it feels like I have a headache from head to toe. 
Does that make sense? That dull, aching, almost flu-like feeling is from head to toe almost more almost every single morning when I wake up. That is what I come into the day with and the conscious awareness. It does begin to wear off a little bit as I get up and I start to move. But when I first say it's time to get up, when my dog nudges me that it's time to to go out or something, the first feeling that I am greeted with is pain from head to toe every day. I feel tears well up and I wonder if I'll be able to even get out of bed. My dogs need to be taken outside and they need to be fed. So I roll out of bed for them. I walk gingerly, sometimes using furniture and the walls to help me balance and adjust. I usually return to bed for several hours after that and let my body and my brain warm up to the idea of starting the day. I try not to schedule anything before 10 a.m. 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. are my quote-unquote good hours for working online and coaching, usually from my bed or my couch. I usually rest or nap in the afternoon and head to bed around 8. Now, when I'm heading down to bed, I'm laying there, I'm watching comedy reels, I may be watching a show or a sitcom or something, but I'm usually pretty horizontal by 8. And... um Yeah, this has just become kind of my routine. I have no idea how I'm going to support myself financially if I continue to feel this way. The gravity of that reality has hit me so hard lately, y'all. Three weeks ago, I laid in bed almost for an entire day and I wept. I wept. And I shared about this in the um, Healing Power of Tears podcast episode from a week or two ago. I wept that reality just not knowing how am I going to financially support myself for the rest of my life when my body is in this condition. I remember the season right after I was diagnosed with Zika when all I could do was prep a simple meal and or take a shower in a day. When I did not have good hours in a day. When the pain of neuropathy felt like needles piercing my legs for hours and hours every day. When memory fog would cause me to stop at a green light and forget how to proceed. When I went from being a relatively healthy 40-year-old to feeling like I was 80. When I could no longer care for myself or my sons. Since that diagnosis, I've had several others added to the list. Lyme, complex PTSD, hormone and thyroid issues, ongoing issues from mono, Epstein-Barr virus, parasites, and malaria. I've met with doctors who dismissed, minimized, and gaslit my suffering. One literally laughed at me. One said, but you look fine. And I've met with doctors who validated my experiences and offered me holistic solutions, looking under the surface to treat the root causes. I altered my lifestyle and adapted to the autoimmune protocol diet, then eased into gluten-free, dairy-free, whole foods diets. I've done stem cell therapy, NAET, acupuncture, talk therapy, biofeedback, EMDR, essential oils, therapeutic massage, cranial sacral therapy, and taken up to 10 supplements in a day. I've studied the connections between abuse trauma, and chronic illness. I've learned from the wise soul, K.J. Ramsey, that my body is not a betrayer or a bully. 
but it's a biographer. Zika was like a monster that woke up decades of trauma and disease that were already stored up in my body. I've learned about healthy habits, setting boundaries, nervous system regulation, and the spoon theory. I've learned to give myself grace. I've had moments when I thought I would kick this and moments when I've wondered if I will live long enough to meet my grandchildren. I don't have time in this post to cover how my health issues were interwoven with abuse, trauma, separation, divorce, betrayal by faith communities, family and friends, or the financial terror of being single and unwell. There are so many who, there will be many who read this post and resonate with every word. There will be others who roll their eyes and start you shooting. <clears throat> the purpose of this post is twofold to help survivors feel seen and to beg others to stop shooting survivors. If you have never suffered from chronic illness, you may not have the capacity to understand debilitating pain ongoing mental distress, never-ending financial burdens, paralyzing anxiety, and excruciating loneliness. You should just dot, dot, dot. You should just pray more, have more faith, try harder, go see this doctor, take this supplement, exercise, go back to school, get a full-time job, etc., etc., etc. This list goes on and on and on. Please stop shooting. When, peop- when someone has layers of abuse, trauma, and chronic health issues, they need curiosity and compassion. They do not need condemnation. For the love of God, do not say, you must have sin in your life because you are sick. Because if that theory was true, who wouldn't be sick? Instead, try this. I am so sorry you're hurting. I'm going to Costco. May I pick up some groceries for you? Do you need a ride to your doctor's appointment? May I stop by for 30 minutes on such and such a day and help you with a chore that you just don't have the energy for? May I drop off a meal? And if so, what are your dietary restrictions? I want to bring you something that will nourish your body and not make you sicker. I want to sow into your healing. Here's some money for your therapy sessions. There is no end in sight for most of those who suffer from chronic illness. Having a village of good and safe people supporting us makes a profound difference. If you have the gift of good health, please do not take it for granted and reach out to those who are hurting. So many, many, many comments and shares and people resonating and messaging me privately, um, telling me that this is their this is their story. <clears throat> Maybe a few details are different. Not too many of you have Zika, <laughs> thankfully. Not a super common thing. But that was for me the thing that kind of just woke up all the other things in my body. <clears throat> I would not say that I was healthy before. I just was functioning and unaware of how sick I was. And I think a lot of people live in that place. A lot of people are just one weird autoimmune disease away from being completely um, unable to function the way that I was. So I was going through the motions. I was doing all the things for so, so long. I was homeschooling. I was running my home. I was running a part-time business from home. I was volunteering for like three ministries at the time that I got sick. And all that came to a screeching halt. And the way that my story goes 
is that's actually what brought things to the surface and began to reveal the truth of my marriage, the truth of the church that I was a part of, the truth of family relationships. That me being in a place of need where I couldn't give, 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 and I couldn't take care of other people is what made me realize how toxic so many of the relationships and the ministries and the institutions that I was connected to were. And honestly, I say that Zika may have put me flat on my back, but I think it probably saved my life because I was there unable to function, unable to busy myself and distract myself and throw myself into helping other people so that I could ignore my own issues. And that is where I came face to face with how bad my situation was and how extreme my suffering was, and how toxic relationships were. And so even though it has been a really hard journey, I'm grateful for how God used that to begin to reveal truth to me. So maybe you're there. Maybe you are just now realizing, oh my gosh, there are some things about my life, and about the patterns, and about the... um, just the go, go, go. So often, so often the inability to be still and the inability to rest and the inability to sit and be. And we're always busy and we're always running from one thing to the next. So often that is a response to trauma. Because if we do sit, if we do rest, if we do think, we're going to have to face some things that are super, super hard. So if you are someone who suffers from chronic illness, and for many of us, it is a result of years and decades of trauma and abuse. I want you to know that you're not alone. And I want you to know that it is, um, unfortunately, it's a very, very common thing for survivors to be dealing with chronic illness. And I remind you again, that emotional, mental, ongoing abuse is physical abuse because it wears you down. It wears down your immune system because you're in a constant state of fight, flight, freeze, fawn. You are not created to live in that state and those states indefinitely. And your body can only take so much. So over time, if we do not have relief and release from these things, our bodies begin to break down. So someone doesn't have to hit you, punch you, break your bones, leave bruises on you to physically abuse you. The emotional, the verbal, the spiritual, all the other forms of abuse over time can translate to physical abuse. Somebody needs to hear that. I didn't know that. Only like two years ago did I come to that, to that revelation. So this is just going to be a super short podcast today because that's a truth that needs to get out there. That if you are someone who's suffering like that, we see you, we hear you, we invite you into Held and Healed to hang out with, to learn more about the spoon theory. Go Google that. I'll do a whole podcast episode about that one day. But that just helps you to begin to understand I have X amount of energy in a a day and this is how I'm going to choose to use it. And if I continually wear myself down and run myself into the ground, I am taking the spoons and the energy from tomorrow and then I'm going to wake up at a deficit. We don't want to do that. We want to be more wise about how we disperse our energy and our time, our spoons. If you are someone who knows a person with chronic illness and you find yourself getting frustrated you find yourself rolling your eyes, you find yourself shooting her and saying she should just do this and she should just do that and such and such work for me so it must work for her. Do not do that. 
That's just your first basic place to begin. Stop shooting. Stop shooting because you don't know every layer that she is working through. Maybe you have chronic illness, but you have a supportive spouse. Maybe you have chronic illness, but you have a family that shows up and helps you and does things for you. A lot of survivors do not have that. A lot of survivors have family and exes that are actually contributing to their pain, their suffering, and their agony instead of helping them. So just know that every person is unique and every situation is unique. What works for one person may not work for another. And the train is coming, so I'm going to go ahead and sign off for today. Check out heatherelizabeth.org and get yourself signed up for that retreat. Check out Honor Project Movement to support the nonprofit that is helping women with coaching resources, counseling resources, and other practical things. And we pray that you will feel held even as you are being healed. Blessings. Blessings.